If you had 20 minutes with a counselor, what would you ask? I'm Anna Nash. And I'm Julie Sparkman, the counselor with Restore Ministries here in Birmingham, Alabama. You are listening to Head to Heart, a podcast to help you connect what you know with how you live. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Hello, all of our Head to Heart friends. We are so glad to be here with you all today. Um, At the end of November, nearing Thanksgiving of 2020, don't let that 2020 jerk you into a weird, hard place. We are so happy to be here to talk with you today, and Julie and I have a little bit of an interesting twist to our podcast episode today. Yes. Julie, you want to tell them about it? I am really excited about this. Um, We're going to be turning the tables. And mm-hmm. I am going to be talking to Anna, um, interviewing her about something that she and her friend Katie have done that we want to let y'all know about. Um, but just to start out, just this morning, so I was thinking about Christmas, Anna, um, and I was sad. Mm-hmm. Yep, many people are. Yeah. Okay, like... Like usually at this time of year, I'm I'm ripping articles out mm-hmm. of of mm-hmm. Uh, mantles and decorations and recipes, and I'm finding I'm doing none of that, and mm-hmm. I've I'm feeling my heart very shut down. But this morning I was really convicted because mm-hmm. I thought, where is it that I've been getting my energy and my excitement from? Exactly, exactly. This resonates with me so yeah, much. It's, it's been in the Christmas is about family and entertaining and fun and decorating. Oh, yes, Jesus too. But now, you see, we've taken away, uh, at least for us, we've taken yeah. away. Um, it's not, it's not going to be with family. We're not going to be having the gatherings. So I'm like, oh, gee whiz, why bother decorating? Nobody's going exactly. I am just yes. amazed yeah. at how and convicted. Mm. Oh, my goodness. I know because we thought, didn't we think, just as believers, we thought, well, we know the real meaning of mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. We worship um, Christ as mm-hmm. the new baby for the reasons for which we celebrate. Mm-hmm. We know those things. Like, but this year, I was just looking on this magazine on my table that just came in, and it's, a, of course, the cover's a Christmas cover, and it says, Tis the Season. And when I opened it up, my first thought was, no, it's not. Exactly. That's what I was just thinking. No, it's not. I know. And that, mm-hmm. this is so revealing. Yes. It's, it's, it's kind of embarrassing. Like, yes. Maybe yes. I, like, maybe I haven't really missed the boat all the time. Yeah. But, um, so I asked the father this morning, would you give me a new, a new eyes, mm-hmm. new perspective, mm-hmm. um, repenting of, my incredible distraction but okay now if we pair everything away if we pair all that stuff away what do we have left why why does Christmas matter and that just happens to be the title of the book that Anna and her friend Katie Shelton yes have written together a devotional book Mm-hmm. beginning December 1. And we're going to walk through that just a little bit today. But again, that title is Why Christmas Matters. Yes. Um, okay, Anna, I want to start at the beginning. The dedication. Yes, 
the dedication is so near and dear and precious to my heart. Because they dedicated it to their mothers. And you have to say to their mamas. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> the moment mm -hmm. Katie and I, so y'all know, Katie and I grew up together, and she has been just a dear best friend um, for life and college roommates from riding bikes together all the way to rooming together in college. And um, we really attribute our relationship to our mamas because they were friends before we were born. Um, and the day we were discussing the dedication and, you know, you think about all the people that you love and all the people that you appreciate and just having this moment, one of us, I don't number, remember which one, said, hey, what about let's dedicate it to our moms? And the other one said, yeah. And then we were trying to think how we would word it. And she said to me, wait a minute, what do you call your mother? And I was like, um, mama? And I'm like, what do you call your mother? And she was like, Mama, and I think that's just a little bit different. I don't know, and oh, so we're yes. like, that's it. So yes. you'll read in the dedication. It says dedicated to our mamas. Oh, and Jane and Anne, and and okay. So just such a heartwarming picture right there. Right, everybody loves this. All the Christian mothers. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that my daughter would 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 grow <laughs> up and she would write a devotional and dedicate it to me. Oh, is that not the pinnacle? And yet, you in that book say that that path of faith for you was not quite as straight as we might think. You, you write in the beginning, you said, as a person raised in a Christian family, I can say I always believed in Jesus as my Savior. But because of familiarity, mm -hmm. the truth yes. of what this meant became at times ineffective mm -hmm. in my life. What mm -hmm. do you mean by ineffective in your life? Yeah, so um, Katie and I, growing up in the same Christian culture here in the city of Birmingham, we were raised in the same wonderful church, and I think I could speak for both of us in that growing up so saturated with Christian biblical church mm -hmm. life and resources mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. a Christian school and a, a gospel preaching church, and the joys of never having a known with a day, a day that we knew without Jesus, mm -hmm. part of that waters it down in a sense that you can't seem to see life differently. And yes. so if, if yes. that happens, it can become quickly about um, religiosity mm -hmm. and steps and mm -hmm. doing the thing, and we call it sometimes churchianity. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Katie and I would both speak to that, that just growing up, we had the list from our parents mm -hmm. and our school and our church, and there's mm -hmm. a lot of control in that. You check mm -hmm. the boxes, and, and later in life as adults, we both came to a new understanding of the freedom of the gospel, me with you through idol addiction. Um, and I'll just give a little plug there. If you've never heard Idol Addiction, that's on the Restore Ministries website. You need to grab it. That is really what began a, a new unleashing and reconversion of a, a, in a sense mm -hmm. of my, my walk with Jesus. And like, wow, there really was more all along that I was missing. Right, right. And that, it, uh, that uh, rebirth, if you will, that rebirth yes, yes. Of, of the gospel. There, right there, that's the pinnacle because that's the Holy Spirit, right. not a good mama. Exactly, a good mama <clears throat> fertilized that soil, that's tilled it. that soil, but that seed had to be from the Spirit of God. It was so much, Julian, mm -hmm. and I think that Mama and Miss Ann, I call Katie's mama Miss Ann. 
they would both agree um, that um, we, the reason we were able to write this book is because the, of the amazing heritage and the amazing um, inheritance that we got in a deep entrenchment of the word and teaching the word and truth. That mm -hmm. truth was so meaningful. So as you read the book, you see so much truth come out. In fact, some one person that interviewed me for the book said, like, well, where did you go to seminary? Or, you know, Katie even wrote a blog post that was titled, Why I'm Not Qualified to Write a Devotional Book. Mm -hmm. But so much of that mm -hmm. comes out of these seeds that we were planted, of just scripture memory mm -hmm. and, and other devotional mm -hmm. books. And um, small group curriculum that we went through and leaders and people that poured into us and were like, our spiritual parents um, mm -hmm. in the church and our school and our community. We're so mm -hmm. thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Yes, beautiful beginnings. But take heart, those of you who may be raising children, please, please don't hear us say, no. so do it right. Exactly. That I, I really want for you to hear, um, but the real beauty yes. was in the later story and who could have known. Um, so you do, you do also talk in the book about why. Why were you motivated to write this book? Um, I think Anna's burden um, is for people that I see a lot like me that um, maybe were living the Christian life but had never lay, were mm -hmm. able to lay hold of a true understanding of the gospel and how it makes a difference in everyday living. I very mm -hmm. much saw the gospel as something for the unbeliever, mm -hmm. something about evangelism, like the gospel that I need to share. And while that's true, I don't think I had a true understanding of how it makes a difference in my identity and who I am as a child of the King and that my worth is in Him and that all that He did for me on the cross and how laying hold of that really plays out hour by hour in my life. And so when Katie approached me about writing a book, um, on the parables in the book of Luke, which turned into this devotional. At first I said, no, there's so many, there's so many of these kind of things out there. Like we don't right. need to try to do something else. Um, and she was, she knew, she knows what buttons to push with me. She said, well, it, I want you to pray about it for 24 hours and then um, call me back tomorrow. And I was just like, oh, I don't want to do this. I didn't want to do this. And, um, so the next morning I woke up and opened the book of Luke and I prayed and I said, Lord, I'm going to read chapter one. And if you put something on my heart, mm -hmm. then I'm going to be obedient and step in. I don't know what this looks like. So the next morning I read um, Luke one and there it was right there. Which was? Luke one, three and four. Mm -hmm. It says the reason for which Luke was writing his account of Jesus's life was so that his audience would have assurance that the things that they were hearing were really, really true. And when I read that, it, it just hit so home to my heart. I felt like the Lord was saying to me, Anna, you need to write about these things so that the people that might read these words might be more assured of the things that they say they believe. Mm -hmm. And I think, wow, especially at such a shaking down time as we have, as we have had in 2020 yes. and as we potentially face in the so beginning much. of 2021. Um, we didn't want it to mm -hmm, be 2021. Right. No, we wanted it to be done, but we have never needed our strong moorings more than we do right now. Amen. So um, each day you begin with a um, an overview verse mm -hmm. 
And then you end, though, with a verse that's centered on a promise. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I think that um, I would really get back to my mama. Um, my mom raised me to be a girl that dug into the promises of God. She used the promises of God so tangibly. And she would say, Anna, find a promise and you hold on to it. You believe it. You recite it. You remember it. You soak in it. You just keep walking and finding, mm-hmm. believing mm-hmm. in who God says he is. Mm-hmm. And that's just such a mantra of my life. And so as we were writing this, um, you know, the, the truths written in Luke and Jesus' words are so amazing. But I really sought to work with Katie um, and finding a promise somewhere else in the word that was on the same theme as mm-hmm. the promise in that chapter mm-hmm. or the theme of that chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, I, I know that our listeners can just hear um, in you, not just your passion for the word, but your passion for Jesus and how you connect with him through the word. I've, I've always loved that about you. I've always asked, Tell me again, tell me again. You sit down, you open up the scriptures, and then what? Like, I've really asked you to walk me through that numerous times. Um, But here is the thing that I love most about this devotional. Um, Aside from the fact that it it really is, it is beautifully written. um, And it is so solid. But the the downside of devotionals Mm -hmm. is always... I'm reading somebody else's mail. I'm reading what somebody else got from Jesus. Yes. And what I love about this is that we hear from you and Katie, but then you end always with some kind of a penetrating question, like day one is, and where am I in this story? He will begin to offer you clues of unimaginable gifts to which all other gifts under the tree cannot compare. We can't leave Mm-mm. without Mm-mm. getting, if you will, pushed to the feet of Jesus, even if it's just to say, well, what is it? Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you want to say to me? Mm-hmm. I hear what you said to her. Mm-hmm. But I loved that transference, just making us hungry, curious, uh, not just dazzled by what you got, mm-hmm. but, but pushed. Well, and, and I think that you actually taught me this skill because in the studies that Julie's written, y'all, if you've done them, you know there's a reflecting process. And so if I, don't, if I haven't reflected and processed, like if I haven't taken it and pointed it towards me and, and asked the Lord to penetrate my mm-hmm. heart personally in my areas of life, my struggles, my relationships, my, my joys and sorrows, I don't really feel like I've spent time with Jesus. I don't feel like mm-hmm. I've been in conversation. I okay, like- tell me more. That's the difference. When we talk about classic quiet time, we think about reading the scripture. Right. You just use the word conversation. Is right. that what your quiet time, your devotional, what, what do you mean conversation? Well, when I say, oh, I, I miss Julie. I miss spending time with Julie. I want to call Julie and go to lunch. And what that means is we, I miss you. I want to spend time with you. I want to sit with you. I want to hear about your life. I want you to listen. I want to feel heard. I want you to feel heard and seen. It's so much of a two-way relationship of connection. Mm -hmm. And so if I sit with Jesus and I don't feel like I've conversed or heard from him, sometimes I'll sit and wrestle like, 
I need more. I'm not hearing mm. from you. Look, look somewhere else. Read somewhere else. Find something. Speak to me. Ears to hear, eyes to see. And so I, I just see it as a sweet time of back and forthness mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. prayer and him speaking to me through his word. And it's so simple, y'all. That's the first. And it's, it is kind of funny because I'm, I'm sort of an anti-devotional book girl. Not mm-hmm. really. I mean, mm-hmm. I've used them. I could name mm-hmm. you my top five favorites. But, but it's, it's sort of funny that now I've written with my friend a devotional book. But that, I think that comes from that, Julie, that in each day it is hopefully a drawing, wooing engagement into the story, finding their place in the story. So just even though as you're talking about how you do conversation, mm-hmm. I think, oh, my goodness, that, that, that just must take so much time. And um, you address that uh, in, in uh, the book as well. Um, specifically, how do we have that kind of time? I can't even sit down and talk to my mm-hmm. husband. Mm-hmm. My goodness, and I'm going to, oh, how would I do that in this incredibly distracting time? And you, during in, in this, you described a time in your life to your son. You were frustrated because you were saying this distraction of this season has really caused me to not be able to have time to read and to pray and to reflect. In other words, to do it the way you usually do it. Mm-hmm. And your son said, this is what he said, he said, There will be times we don't get to be with God as much as we'd like. These are the times to feel our hunger, realize our need in a deeper way, and respond with the attitude of longing to understand more clearly the importance of Jesus. In other words, feel the hunger more deeply. Hmm. Tell me what you mean by that when you say, in the absence of my hour-long, 30-minute-long time, I feel the hunger more deeply. I think much of my life I felt guilty if I didn't have a Mm, devotional. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I thought I'm going to have a worse day, like there's some sort of weird consequence or Mm, punishment. Really? What a a distorted view of time with Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's just wooing me and calling me to come and be with him in a sweet, comfortable relationship. Um, I think that if I go about my day, because we all know there are days that we oversleep, there are days that mm-hmm. we have sick children, there are days that we've got to get up and go to work, and we have an early morning meeting that we don't. And I, I do feel like on those days, I miss those promises. I miss that voice. I miss that thing that I've hung on to. And it's so simple. Um, it's not like a huge passage or a huge principle I've learned. Sometimes it's just a word. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just imagery. Like yesterday, it was the word, it was in, I'm in the palm of his hand, that scripture. And literally, it was just the word palm all day. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I would think about Jesus mm-hmm. or I'd pray, mm-hmm. it was a quick memory. Like, what's mm-hmm. my word for today? What's mm-hmm. my thought? What's he saying to me? What's he want me to know? Mm-hmm. So it can be a word or a sentence. Often I'll write a scripture and put it in my back pocket mm-hmm. and just pull it out as needed. Um, these are just practical things that are, just sweet moments for me with Jesus throughout the day that I so long to be more aware of his presence. Exactly. And I see, I see you taking, instead of feeling guilt, I didn't get it in this morning, to transfer that guilt into hunger. Mm. And um, 
that's when I can hear the enemy screaming in defeat. Mm-hmm. He wants to keep us in guilt because that guilt keeps us away from Christ. But then when we are able to really ask ourselves, what is it that you're really missing? What are you missing this mm-hmm. morning? Um, that guilt can move us from um, that sadness, oppression that backs us away mm-hmm. into, oh my word, I'm I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. It's really there. That's that's the gift of the Spirit right there. Not guilt, but actually hunger. And to uh, rename that correctly. Because mm-hmm. I think when we don't do it, we just automatically call it guilt. But if we could rename that, that's what I heard in this, to rename it to hunger. Yeah, and I think, I, I, I think that I, I, I can't not say this, that there lies in my head. And they're, they're truths that seep out while mm-hmm. I sleep. Mm-hmm. I forget who I am. Mm-hmm. I forget my identity. Like, my brain can so quickly reprogram itself into areas of disbelief and to hear the lies. Mm-hmm. And I've got my lies. You talk about the tapes. Those tapes happen. Mm-hmm. And so this time with Jesus, y'all, it really, I hate to use this word. It sounds a little uh, mechanical, but... We really do have opportunity to reprogram every morning. Ah, yes. Um, yes. And yes. I, I, that's mm-hmm. that's really how I see it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to need reprogramming mm-hmm. again tomorrow mm-hmm. morning mm-hmm. to realign with hearing God's voice of mm-hmm. who he says I am. And um, it's, it's such a wonderful opportunity that's just available to us. Especially, especially, especially yes. now. And as we have been thinking and planning about some of our podcasts going forth, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that we really felt um, got impressed on us is to focus, focus, to help y'all focus so hard during right the now. season. Yes. yes, and so that's why I'm so excited about this devotional because I think it is a absolute. It's a simple, simple way um, for you to reprogram every single morning and refocus um apart from our uh our our sadness that christmas is different Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but that as you say to search for a different gift that god is seeking to give us and i just i feel like this devotional just cannot i i'm gonna be doing it um and i cannot tell y'all um how much uh, how 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 much more I would just encourage you, mm-hmm. um, just to be a part and get a hold of this this book and how Thank do you, you get a hold yes, of this book? I'll Anna. let y'all know about that. One other thing that we always do at Restore Ministries is we encourage you to reach out to your group of friends or your small group because if you could process it with someone else mm-hmm. or have a friend oh, that you're yeah. you're texting, hey, mm-hmm. today's reading was this scripture. Pray for me about this or what was your favorite or whatever. I really think that that's so much a part of the full circle of that as you do it in community. So mm-hmm. that's a wonderful thing, opportunity as well. Um, so yeah, we had planned this to be a book for 2021 in hard copy. And a publisher approached us and said, can we go ahead and do this ebook for 2020? Because they really felt like the need was this season because of the mm. what all's going on and swirling mm-hmm. around us. And so this year it's available as an ebook on Kindle on Amazon. You can also get a free Kindle app that you can download that and read it on your phone. 
It's also going to be available on the website as a PDF download if you want to just read a file on your computer without going through the Kindle app, or it's printable if you want to print it on your own at home since it's not real long. It's a 25-day. It's the mm -hmm. month of December. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. So y'all get a hold of that. And actually, um, stay tuned because we really are going to be um, doing lots of podcasts um, <laughs> upcoming, which is is kind of new for us, as you know. Um, and so we're going to keep focusing on um, Christmas, and we're going to give you another special podcast. What? When will that come out? That'll come out in about another week, y'all. Be looking for it to drop. Um, can we go ahead and just share what that's going to be? I think it would encourage everyone. Mm -hmm. um, so what we a couple of years ago, Julie did a talk called Unhitching from the Christmas Crazy Train. Um, and it's just been very well received. And so what we're going to do is um, talk about that a little bit next week. Then we're going to drop that in because we think it'll bring y'all great encouragement. This year it won't be maybe so much the frenzy of the Christmas crazy train, but maybe more the emotional mm -hmm. Christmas crazy train. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. That uh, Christmas expectation picture mm -hmm. is what that's about. So stay tuned, y'all. Thank you. Hey, Head to Heart listeners, I have a question. Have you ever shared one of these podcasts with a friend or loved one? Here's another question for you. Have you ever deeply been impacted by some of the things that we've shared? If you answered yes to either of these, we would like to invite you to be a part of building this podcast by giving back. Julie, tell them how to do that. Well, first off, I just really want to say, um, I want to thank you yeah. for being a part. Um, mm -hmm. That means a lot to us, and it helps us impact more um, because that that really is our heart is to build the kingdom right so if you want to be a part of that if you would go to our website at restore-ministries.org there is a donate button on the home page or if you go to the show notes we also have a donate button there and um, you can do it there and again thanks in advance yeah we appreciate y'all to order products or to connect with us, please visit our website at restore-ministries.org. Also, we are a nonprofit ministry and we rely on donations from people like you to fulfill our mission. If this podcast or any part of our ministry has been an encouragement to you, please consider donating by going to our website. Thank you for listening to Head to Heart.